Hello there, and I am so thrilled to have you join us today. My name is Amber Griffiths, maker of legends, and it's that time again. So grab your legend pack, crave that speaker to 11. Welcome to legend. This is the get real, get loud with purpose podcast. This is a series of conversations where we get to explore the dreams and the visions of individuals who know that their message, their story, and their movement are destined to create something greater than themselves. So each one of my guests have chosen to leap into speaking, into owning their own voice, into entrepreneurship, and are here to share their genius, their brilliance, and their voice with each of you. So today we get to speak with Jennifer Urezio. She's one of my favorite people. I am so excited to have her on here. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm just thrilled. It's been way too long, and I just... You know, you have those connections where you meet somebody and you're like, I, surely we have known each other for 40 years. I mean, yes. And I, what I love about those connections is like, you could tell them the craziest thing, the most profound thing, or like, you could just open up and go, <laughs> right? Like, can you believe this happened to me? Those are, that's quality relationship. And I love when that happens because I don't do small talk very well. Um, Right. And so when you meet someone who's in alignment with your belief systems, your energy, your soul, it's always a good time. And I know that, and I hope you know that I can call you and you could call me at any time and go, okay, I need you for five minutes. I need your brain. And I'm there. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Likewise, they are they are rare but absolutely treasured relationships, yeah. and I'm just thrilled to have you as one of mine. So thank you, and thank you for being willing to come and play on my podcast. My audience needs to hear everything about you, needs to meet you, but really, let, so let's just get started at the very beginning. Your business is called Soul Language. Tell us who you serve and what's your favorite, like what is it that you do with your clients that really lights you up? Yeah. So who I serve is highly innovative, highly creative, highly intuitive coaches, entrepreneurs, and master healers. And what lights me up is I can see a person's business in my head. And I really understand when their voice and their vision aren't lining up. And I can help them line that up um, by the internal expansion and then external. So you know, marketing and PR was my first job. I talk in sound bites. I worked booking people on Oprah and the Today Show. And and I've really a juggernaut of business. I've kind of done it all. So there's the internal of expansion, which is really cool. And then I'll go, do you know what would be a perfect service for you? Or here's what you, here's my suggestion about getting this out. And it becomes a really fun playing ground of helping people who want to create movements, create them, and more importantly, receive from them. Because if you're creating, if you're, hi puppy, if you're creating something big, you have to receive more than you give. And my people are masters of service. So they tend to be over givers already. But when you're creating a movement, which is a hundred year business, you, you need to receive because there's a lot of cogs in that wheel. And yeah, I think so often masters of service are like, let me just give you one more thing. Let me just, and and meanwhile, they're like, oh my God, I'm starving over here. I'm exhausted. <laughs> and, and that doesn't work for anyone, including 
the people you're serving. Absolutely. Tell me, I know that I had a session with you and I cannot remember other than it like identifying my soul language, which completely resonated with me. I, anybody who knows me, I am a reluctant woo. I, I look first for something, you know, like that's not my go-to except that it's becoming more and more of that. So the more I realize that I'm like, oh, but that's my heart, but that's my, <laughs> so tell me, tell me a little bit about, share a little bit about that session, not specifically with me, but like how you walk people through, that was a soul languages Yeah, thing, we identified right? your soul languages, right, that so we was. identified your personal languages and your business languages, um, and then when we do that, after we identify a person's soul languages, I always give them a one-liner for their personal soul and their business soul. So your personal soul one-liner is you create peace and unconditional love so yourself and others can fly. Uh, you see, my friends, this is... No, that's okay. Right? And so that becomes your mild marker of consciousness. If you're not being and doing that, you're creating struggle. And then we identify a business energy. And, and people call on a business to do something bigger first for themselves and then for others. Amber, I'm going to say that again, first for themselves and then for others. And it's pure consciousness. It's pure energy. So it's like Play-Doh. So what you put into it, it molds and shapes. So if you're putting like little bits of stone in it, it's going to be a crappy little thing. But right. if you put in like this gorgeous thing, then it expands. So I right. teach people how to put consciousness into their business which means they're putting consciousness into every part of their life, which means they're receiving what they want. They feel free, which is my greatest desire. And they're creating more joy within their lives. And I know that so often those as a warrior energy, so often we can go, yeah, joy, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> um, if you don't really have those things for fuel, it makes life harder and you're working yeah. harder to achieve what you want. And Absolutely. people who are creating legacy, they need a very strong foundation within themselves and within the, with their business or that legacy is just going to crumble. Absolutely. This is, this is that part of where when you and I first started talking, I was like, this blends so beautifully with my call the legend work where we really are creating something bigger than ourselves where these I work mostly with women where it's like, I have this, I have this mission, this movement, and I get to go, but they, legends aren't made by their, on, on their own. That's not how it works. Nope. So how are we creating that community? But when you talk about not creating struggle, or when you talk about letting go of these things and it creates struggle, that speaks so huge to me. I work with people all the time who are, I, what I tell them is nothing will kill your dream faster than being on the wrong path. And it's not wrong for culture or society. It's like, this is not where you started this thing because at age 10, this is what you said you wanted to do. So here you are. Or when you graduated from college or when you first launched your business, it's like, this is what I said I wanted to do. And this is what my mother expects me to do. <laughs> and you're still doing it, even though it doesn't make your heart sing. Right. It's a, that out of oh. alignment is literally like wearing two different shoes with two different heels. Mm. Right. Oh my gosh. And so you get where you want to go, but it's actually extremely painful and right. it takes so much effort and you kind of look ridiculous because yeah. whether, right, whether people are actually aware of it or not, 
most of us understand energy. We might not have the words. So if, right, if someone isn't embodying that vision, we're going to hear it or we're going to go, I like Chen, but there's something off. I can't put my finger on it. Right. And, and you know, I remember I went to a, a, a Fleetwood Mac concert and mm, it was I'm just like, right. This was a couple of years ago. Like I'm saying like eight years ago and you know, Stevie Nicks gets on the stage and her voice mm. is not the way it was. She's like 70, right? Duh. Right. Right. But she starts to sing lands got landslide and everyone in that, and it was Madison square garden. Everyone was singing landslide with her. And I thought, wow, she's totally on movement. She's totally aligned, so aligned that that song, which is 40 years old. Oh, yeah. Has been covered how many times by different people? Right. Still resonates. And that's what I help teach my clients. So when they speak, people lean in and go, I don't know what you said. I think I know what you said, or maybe I do, but I, I know I need to talk to you. That's what it means to be so in alignment with who you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's that people call it your gut or like you said, I just have a feeling. Um, It's one of those most amazing things when somebody, before you offer anything, if they hear you speak, if they watch you engage with someone else, they can walk up to you and go, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're all about. I can feel something here. And on the other flip side of that, you can be having a really great conversation and the whole time they're like, something's, something's off. I don't, I like you said, I, yeah. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what the words are, but, but you're so not my person. And that's not because your message is bad. It's just because you could be speaking completely differently. You know, you're using somebody else's words. Right. I mean, and you know, I always tell clients, okay, let's say something. And tell me where that energy falls in your body. And if it doesn't fall down into the root, you don't believe it. And it's not coming across. Right. right? right. And so it. I remember one of my closest friends. Now I've known her 12 years. And the way we met was I got up at a conference to ask a question. And she was sitting next to a friend of hers who I knew, but we didn't know we knew. And she said, I want to meet that person. And Jody went, I know that person. I can introduce you. And we've been friends ever uh, since. Like, oh right, wow! Right, those, those are the the things that happen when you're you're kind of really living living from that place of wholeness and completeness versus pain or programming. And listen, pain and programming are always going to come up. And yeah, I can go to not enough town just like everyone else. But it's what happens when you get there, right? Do you come right back right. into purpose or do you stay there? Yeah. Do you set up camp and hang out for a bit? I mean, yeah. I've, got, I've got condos there and some like <laughs> property. Like I get it, but um, it's whether you, you know, not true. Carrie, Jim Carrey said mm-hmm. one of the most profound things. And I always remember it. He's like, I didn't know how I knew, but I knew I was going to be famous. I knew it. And that's an unshakable belief, right? And I think in order to 
be on stages, big stages. You need to be willing to be profoundly loved. That's not my concept. That's Joey Garrity's concept. I want to be clear, right? But I think it's really hard for people to be profoundly loved because they think with that profound love, you're going to have responsibility and you don't, you have a responsibility to respond. And so when you want to be a legend, you really have to be open, really totally open to being loved and adored. And a lot of people aren't comfortable with that because they are used to love with conditions. Right. Right. Well, we're told that that's not what we're supposed to want. Like that was the phrase I grew up with is you shouldn't want that. I'm like, wow. When I look back, you know, 40 years later, I'm like, dang, that's a load. Right. Like, what? (laughs) Tell me why. Tell me why. And there is so there is spotlight in people's soul. There's a calling to be in the spotlight. And that's because they have a message. And when you're in the spotlight, it's easier to share that message. Right. Right. And so often when people go, well, I, you know, okay, I'm going to be on stage. And I'm like, okay, so tell me why. Well, I'm like, okay, so let's talk about when it's ego driven, ego on crack, because ego is still good versus soul driven. If you're trying to fill a hole by being on stage in yourself, that's ego on crack. And let's talk about that. If you want to be on stage because there's a drive and a pull, that's soul calling. Right, right. When you know that that is the fastest way that you can share your message and get it out there and start making massive change, that's a completely different thing. And frankly, the audience feels that too. That's not just something that you feel. The entire audience is like, I am with you. And we've all been in those audiences where we're like, okay, I hope this feels good for you because this is doing nothing for me. I hope this makes you feel good. I hope this checks a box somewhere because I'm getting nothing, you know, because they're so inside themselves doing their thing. When I did my TED talk, my TEDx talk in Hilton Head. I was, we were doing the run throughs and this guy was doing his TED talk and I was like, what is he talking about? And why is every sentence about himself? And I'm like, oh my God, I really hope I don't go on after him because people (laughs) will be like, right? I didn't, thank gosh. Okay, good. But I was like, did no, did no one tell him, like, we don't really care about you. Like, what are you talking right. about? How is this going to impact our lives? Like, right. you know, give me your experience that helps me. And I right. think so often we, we fall into the eye because, because we're terrified of not being seen or heard. Yeah. Well, we're still, I think there's some of it that we're still hustling for our worth. Oh, you know, especially if we've been out of alignment for a really long time. FYI, we, that's a great title for your book. It really is, huh? I should totally use that great one. Title. <laughs> it's a totally great title. Oh, you know what? I'm writing it down. This is this is just part of the genius that is Jennifer Eurezio with soul title. language. Now, I want be I would be remiss if I didn't at least give a quick wee ha and boost to your Ask and Answered by Soul. Share a little bit about that podcast. Why did you create it? What is the purpose of it? Well, I, I had an original podcast. I, I've been doing podcasts for like 10 years. And I had yeah. an original one, which was being downloaded like 250,000 downloads on a network. And we had a falling out. And I was like, 
I got mad. I got very warrior. And I was like, mm. okay, God, what do I call it? And God's like, ask and answered my soul. And I was like, okay. It's got it. it right. <laughs> it's really soul is all the answers, right? Sometimes you need people to help you ask different questions, but your soul has every answer you need. It's the human that has a hard time sometimes listening and taking action on that. So I wanted to provide a down and dirty 15 minute conversation about tangible tools to like connect with your soul and utilize that soul's expression. Um, and I love it because I, I really love to pick the guests that I love to walk away from an interview and going, okay, I wrote something down. Let's, let's work on that. Like, huh. Um, because those are fun for me. I'm all about understanding my own connection. So I'm always asking questions about connection. And the more I know, I know the less I know. So I love it. It's on Electrocast uh, on the Ruby channel. And it's a fun, it's a fun listen. And you're going to get tangible tools in bite-sized pieces. It's super quick too. This isn't like pull up a chair and kick off your shoes and get comfy because it's an hour and a half. Oh, no. They're no. what, like 10, 12 minutes? I mean, they're, yes. they're fast. Little, I get bored, little, Amber. <laughs> yeah, I get bored. And, and because if people can't talk about what they do in 10 or 15 minutes, then I, I, I'm afraid. Like, right. It, it should be, and I'm practical, I'm tangible. So I believe, you know, the woo should be integrated in our life every day. Yes. Or yes. what's the point? So I'm not going to spend hours talking to people. Even when I was doing uh, on my YouTube channel, the uh, stories of divinity or divine stories. I don't know. I forget what it's called. Uh, where I would actually talk to people about their moments of like being connected, which is a really cool uh, video. Those were short too, because, yeah. you know, I got a lot of things to do. And, you know, a dog walk is 12 minutes and yeah. that allows me to download, get some inspiration and go on to my next thing, feeling grounded and centered. So, yeah. Absolutely. I love it. I think it's fabulous. Before, oh my goodness. Okay. I, I could just sit here for hours, but I know we can't. So tell me a little bit about your book. The, you said it's a book of prayers. It's a little what book of prayers. So I write. I write affirmative prayers for people. So it's a way to kind of manifest. It's an activation manifest. And I kept writing prayers for clients and they would, they would come to me and go, okay, let me tell you everything that's happened to me after I've been reading this prayer. And I was like, oh, oh. And, I, and I was telling the story, that story to a friend of mine, the same friend with the voice in the conference, that friend. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this has been happening. So she said, when are you going to write that book? And I went, oh. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's 20 prayers uh, that are kind of the everyday prayers, themes that people are going to need. So uh, there's a heartbreak prayer. There's a prayer for new beginnings. There's a money prayer. There's a health prayer. And it's just a way to really harness your creative energy to focus and declare what you want so you can receive it. And uh, I read a prayer after every class I teach and I have somebody pick a number and I read it and I go, Oh my God, that's good. I wrote that. Like that's how the, <laughs> I don't like it well, was really divinely guided. And right. when people buy it, they say the same thing. 
I picked up the book and said, what do I need to know today? And I picked out a page and it's exactly what I needed to know. Um, so it's, I love it. I mean, you're going to pick a number one through 19, by the way. So this is my, and look, the dog ate it. Oh, yay, puppy. (laughs) I love it. I think that maybe that's part of it too, Jennifer, is that it's not, I know when I was first introduced to like manifesting in the woo, it's been 20 years and it was wishing in one hand, you know, like, and Burgess Meredith crafting in the other, see which one fills up first. And that's how I was, a, I mean, because it was like, write yourself a check for $100,000 and somehow water magically. Down. Yeah, water down. I'm like, water but wait, down. but the way you talk about it, it's like that soul connection. And it's like, this is yeah. what I actually really want in my heart and soul, like in my, that place we don't talk about at parties. This is what drives me. This is what lights me up. And if you can connect it, excuse me, if you can connect to that in your life and in your business, the the results are going to be astounding, not just for you either. Everybody yeah. around you and in your space gets to experience that and benefit from that. Yeah, and, and it just makes everything more happy. And yeah. I'm rolling my eyes as I say that because it's so, bleh. but it's true. Mm-mm. You know, there's and uh, look, manifestation, law of attraction, it's so watered down, and people don't really understand it. So I'm just going to simplify it. There's an internal and an external action for you to receive what you want, right? So if you want to be on stage, what's the external action of doing that? Well, you have to understand what's the internal action first. What do you have to accept or let go or activate or allow for that opportunity to take place? And so people are trying to do all the external actions with no internal action. And so it's like, it's like a snow, um, uh, waffle cone there's no ice cream in it it's just hollow so simply what's the internal action i can do today to receive my dreams and then what's the external action there you have it goodness a better thank you so much i appreciate it i thank you thank you for coming to play and for sharing your voice and sharing your genius and your passion for everything that you're creating in the world i okay so there have been brilliant gems dropped here, my friends. Those of you listening, there have been absolute gems dropped throughout this. And I hope that at least one of them finds its way into your heart and inspires you to take action. And until I get to see you again in person, as always, rock on.